0: The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences.
1: everybody, welcome back. It's a Tuesday night, so it's the gang's all here. Brad Brown, Jason Orth, for another edition of Quick Time, the podcast. Uh, guys, it's Chili Bowl time. Uh, what do you guys uh, been up to this past week? Did you catch the shootout? I
2: hit some pieces of the shootout. I, I wasn't a loyal watcher. Uh, I watched some of it, but not a lot of it. But it just got to, that's just uh, long days there. So uh, got to catch some of it. it. looked pretty exciting, looked pretty fun. Still not uh, enough to drag me down there. But uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun to watch on uh, flow racing they did a really good job with the broadcast
3: yeah i had a little bit of it um kind of some stuff in the daytime I kind of had sitting on one computer while i was working on the other so uh you know i caught a, lot of, a little bit of it caught some of the saturday night features and that uh didn't see the final one where um Beeson got screwed on the restart
2: but yeah, i didn't really other highlight the- of that what what was the deal
3: well uh, they they claim that he got out of line on the on start and he he was if you
1: he was almost side by side i mean yeah his front
3: wheels were right there at the nerf bars okay let's put this when i say screwed i'm putting in his words yes (laughs) i it 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 was a call i i think his i think his biggest beef was um that he was playing that people were doing it all week but it was getting out of line versus being side by side with the guy
1: Nose the tail nose the tail they tell you that well, yeah. Christopher
2: Bell made yep. a pass on the infield and didn't get in trouble for that at all. Yeah, right. That's the C Bell win. I, I, I think one of the <laughs> one of the problems with that call was—would you say it was Beeson? Yeah. yeah. Was apparently they let it run five or six laps before they finally. That was him. his big complaint. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think something like that. You need to you need to throw the uh, caution flag, put him back
3: to two spots, and let them
1: yep. rip it rip again. So yeah, but yep.
3: but that's it. That's all I did for racing this weekend.
1: Exactly. I, none of you guys were the uh, the couch potatoes turned on the old Flow Racing at 9 a.m. until 9 p.m.
2: day in and day out. Negative. Ghost Trader. I was <laughs> I was too busy doing a lot of things and I uh, just didn't ha- didn't make the time or take the time to watch it for the whole duration of the whole show. There's only so much of that
3: I can do, <laughs> you know. Eventually, what? just like it just especially another- if you don't even
2: know. Three quarters yeah, of the drivers.
3: You don't know who they are. It just it just going around and, around and around and around and around and around again.
1: I had it on a lot of the times on especially like New Year's Eve and and New and New Year's Day, just on as just background noise. Yeah. I mean I caught bits and sense. pieces over here. If somebody if I heard somebody's name that I recognized, yeah, I'll pay attention to it. But other than that, not so much.
3: Yeah. It, but you know, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So you know, it, the, the way it sounds from
2: all, all the reviews they're posting on Twitter and Facebook and so forth is everybody did an outstanding job of, of wearing their mask the way they were supposed to the whole week. And so the chili bowl wasn't, it was not in danger of being canceled because of it. So I did see one picture of one dipstick wearing a fong over his mouth and his nose. And if you want to be that guy, then be that guy. And so. They're always but, an asshole in every group. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. fucking get it. You know. Yeah, but uh, it sound like everybody behaved well and uh, wore the mask, and so we get to see a chili bowl this coming week.
3: Yeah, there were a lot of eyeballs there, from what I understood, a yeah. lot of a lot of people looking. So hats off to everybody for just you know just just play, just play along. Yeah, just, and, just um, do the
1: right thing. Don't be an asshole. So. Yep. And, and so, now we get
3: to watch Chili Bowl. Yeah,
1: speaking of Chili Bowl, that is what the whole subject of today's show is going to be. We're going to have Brian Walker on, uh, better known as Wikipedia. Uh, he has been re- recently promoted to the uh, World Outlaw Sprint Car Series PR director. Uh, but we're not talking to him about that so much. We're going to be uh, focusing on the Chili Bowl. And the Chili Bowl is his big event. So if, you, uh, if you're if you on Twitter or anything like that, Wikipedia is definitely one to follow. And then after that, Brad, Jason, and I are going to do something we haven't done before. And obviously, uh, not, I don't think Bratz might have done it by himself a couple times. But we're going to fill out a chili bowl uh, pool bracket and uh, see if we can get that Quick Time podcast up in the top ten. Maybe in the For money. show!
2: Sure. <laughs> I have never had any luck in pools. Uh, Lonnie Wheatley posts uh, pools on all the big events, and now he posts them on even the little events. But uh, I gave up on them. I donated too much money over the years, and so now I, I don't do it anymore. I do knoxville and that's about the only one but uh so yeah now it's 40 bucks it's going up with inflation so uh but yeah we'll see what our hand looks like at the end of the day and but i've never finished i don't even know if i have finished in the top 100 of any of the pools i always choose with my heart instead of with my head well so that means Sammy's always chosen
1: yeah i think you might be outvoted by this group here buddy <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know. I, I'm a terrible gambler. I don't go to the boats. I, I, I don't even like, the only thing I like playing is like pickle cards, (laughs) but that's
2: about it. I even losing that there's, I've, yeah, I I still lose. Yeah. Well, you're looking at the next millionaire because I bought lottery tickets for tonight. So, uh, uh, well, we're, we're retiring after tonight.
1: You know, you know, the rule is though, Brad, you got to take care of the podcast guys too. So,
2: (laughs) I will sponsor the podcast. Be the be the. (laughs) There you go. The main sponsor, only sponsor, endless beer. You fly. Wait, we already have that. We already have that. (laughs) Fly you guys down to Arizona for a couple of weeks of racing and stuff. Yeah, that's it. You don't
3: have to. Instead of you know, for your big birthday bash, going somewhere else, you just bring the race to you. There you
2: go. I'll, I'll sponsor and promote a race. It tucson international or whatever that racetrack is called
1: now well speaking of racetracks uh i i did notice that the uh, for sale sign over at eagle raceway has been officially taken down so we are stuck with Raj and racine for another year which i gotta say is not a bad thing <laughs> no <laughs> no they they've done a hell of a job with that place so i mean if it wasn't for them it'd be a fishing pond right now so
3: yeah, yeah. I, I i'm happy you know it, again you can say whatever you want but you know he's he's kept that thing running and done everything you know I, what more can you ask uh, i mean the guy's a promoter you know promoter the year one year so um you know if status quo status quo i'm i'm all right with that yep
2: well it's, it's a turnkey operation so what were they asking like 3.2 or 3.5 million something like that yeah about- if you go buy it you don't have to do anything to fix it up it is it is race ready and there's a lot of tracks out there where you purchase you got to redo the grandstands or the lighting or something well you buy eagle and you just you hold a race you don't have to do anything to fix it up so um, there might be some things you want to update and, and change and stuff but for the most part you buy it for three million and you go racing and now it, it would take a long time to recoup that three million uh running 305s and so forth but uh um apparently he's making money at it otherwise uh, he you would have been it would have been foreclosed on or whatever. So, yeah, it just it's just going to take the right person to buy it and have the money to buy it, because I can't imagine the amount of headaches that they have every night uh, when they have a race. It just and then the stress and pressure of weather and getting the car counts and all that stuff. It, I, I don't envy anybody that wants to run a racetrack.
3: It's a tough job, man. I mean, like you said, there's one thing you said, Brad, is uh, I didn't hear you say you'd go buy the racetrack.
2: No, not even lottery close.
3: money. Not even I, close. No way I would either. It's, you know, I haven't been part of that job. It is a, um, I don't want to say it's thankless at all, because a lot of people, you know, are very appreciative. And uh, the majority are. But, man, yeah. the ones that get in your ear that that got nothing but piss and vinegar god they can they they can wear you out
1: yeah they they, you know? they eat at you and it's it's always a certain group of people that do a day in and day out and just you know nitpick every little thing you can't do anything right and i mean you could have 10 people you know say hey you know good job you know thanks thanks for everything and it's just that one person that eats you and over time it, it'll just beat a guy down
3: you know thanks Absolutely. to the internet social media you're kind of seeing it's the same guys you know over and over don't matter who runs it's the same people bitch and
2: Yep. It's, it's, it's hard to stay positive when there's so much negative on Facebook and Twitter. So last couple of weeks, I don't even spend that much time on Facebook and Twitter just because I don't, I don't need to anymore. I just, uh, I'll, I'll review it at the end of the night just to see what's going on see if there's any late breaking news. And I don't sit there and, and surf it all day long anymore. It just, it's just not worth it to me.
3: And You know, good thing though. I mean, most tracks, everybody seems to be coming back. They got new shows. Um, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about, you know, three or five shows going on around the area. So, uh, it's, it, for whatever happened this year, you know, it's, I think we're going into a good 2021 as far as racing goes. Absolutely.
2: There's, everybody's increasing their purse. The car count is really good everywhere. I mean, the all-stars added money to their purse, uh, their, their point fund and their nightly shows. The outlaws increased their purse, uh, in the night, um, every nightly show, um, tracks out, um, East in Pennsylvania. So everybody's increasing the person stuff. So I really like where we're sitting right now with uh, uh, sprint car racing as a, uh, as a whole. And I'm pretty excited about 2021 because get this vaccine in us and get back to normal racing. And man, I like everybody's in, I think is in a good situation right now. The car counts are high. Then the money is building. Uh, I, I really like where we're, where we're heading for, for 2021.
3: Well, I can't say too much, you know, you're way too much, but I can tell you that the racing industry did not necessarily, a lot of parts of the racing industry did not suffer last year. So <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I think people are going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of pent up demand out there. And like I yeah. said, once people feel comfortable coming out, I think they're going to come out
2: big time. I agree with you. I think, uh, when it's time, uh, uh, the concession stands better be well stocked because I think that there, we're all going to come out in droves because we're tired of being stuck in the house for since last March. And I know there's trips to the grocery store and stuff like that, but we really can't go to the movie theater. We can't do all this stuff in, in normal settings. And I agree with you. We're going to, we're going to hit the racetrack in, in droves this next, uh, this next summer.
1: Yep. Sounds like uh you know, like you said, with tracks opening up and whatnot and once everybody can do it safely, I think it's the floodgates are going to open. So, yeah. Yep. So moving on to a little bit of news. I know Brad has some news for us. Uh, looks like, uh, some Austin Carl news to start off with.
2: Yeah. Um, I broke uh, this last week since our last visit here on, on quick time podcast that Austin McCarl is going to be, um, living in California time. Uh, he's taking over the driving duties of the Tarleton motorsports number no. 21. That black bandit machine is, uh, Uh, always a a stellar car up there in California and he's going to take on the King of the West series and uh, the rest of the schedule has been undetermined, but uh, um, yeah, he's going to jump in the 21 car and and drive for the Tarleton motorsports car right now. I think that the King of the West series has about 16 to 20 races on it. Um, So you got to wonder if they're going to have a more, more races for him to run, but uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, they'll, they'll fill up a schedule because He's going to be flying, I would assume, flying back and forth to California, but uh, that car is always a, a car that is in the front of the pack.
1: Yeah, definitely. That car is, definitely has top-notch equipment. and I, and I, I, I love that black-on-black black look.
3: Yeah. And I think there's a uh, another 360 Series going on in California next year, too. It's going to run concurrent. They kind of kind of made one? a... Yeah. Another one? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're kind of made... Um, oh, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm trying to pull it up now. But I think they were looking at uh, kind of you know a complementary schedule, so they didn't step on each other. So um, I was trying to find what the name it was. It was a really generic sort of name.
2: Yeah, well, so, that's that's pretty cool for us and a great opportunity. Um, equipment is not suffering with the Tarletons. They, of course, they back uh, um, Carson Macedo on the Outlaw Tour, and I want to say Tarleton is uh, Macedo's uh, the grandson of the. The owner Tarleton, I don't even know what the Mister Tarleton's name is, but uh, I think that's, uh, that's Tommy grandpa, Tarleton. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Tommy Tarleton. Uh, I think that's Grandpa. So uh, they back him. So they have money, and uh, they put on a, a, a great. Uh, they put a great car out there. So uh, Austin, uh, he's going to have a great opportunity there.
3: Yeah, the Sprint Car Challenge Tour. This is what it is. Okay, and the, no conflicts between that and King of the West uh sprint car challenge tour is presented by elk grove ford and abrew vineyards yeah, so you this, know who's behind that
1: when i went out to uh disney with the the family what two years three years ago now something like that i went out when i went to hanford that it was a sprint car challenge Tour race and it was pretty good racing um i gotta say the uh the muffler rule kind of sucks out there because it did not sound like sprint cars
2: oh i bet so
1: it was it was the strangest thing and it was it was I mean, they were loud, but they weren't sprint car loud. And just hearing them go around there, it was, it was just different. So <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. It, it was just different. So I definitely yeah, I can, like, I definitely like the, uh, the uh, no muffler rules that we have here. So.
2: Yeah. The size of those mufflers on those cars are unbelievable. <laughs> so. Another note that I have is, uh, Tommy Estes jr. Uh, he is going to take over the I 70 speedway there in Odessa, Missouri, uh, that track has been idle for years and years and years. And uh, the the guy that owns Topeka Raceway Park bought it two years ago, maybe, and they've been working to revamp it. And they had to completely overhaul the whole track. Yeah. Was, they tore down everything and started basically from scratch. But uh, Tommy S Jr. just named the, the uh, promoter uh, of the track. And so it'll be interesting to see how that – I've been to an I-70 I- Speedway with the Outlaws and. What they did on that dirt track was unbelievable. The, the high, super high banked half mile, the speed was unbelievable there. And so uh, I'm kind of li- I'm looking forward to seeing what Tommy can do. He's been promoting uh, what was Dodge City Raceway yep, Park City. for the last eight or ten years, and the ASCS National Tour before that. So Tommy knows how to promote. He knows how to uh, run a race, and so uh, I think I seventy is in good hands over there with uh, with with Tommy Tarleton Tommy Estes Jr.
1: Yeah. It sounded like the last year they were supposed to reopen up with the outlaws and coincidentally it was on my birthday. So I was looking forward to going out there for that, but, uh, that, that damn COVID kind of next, next yeah. all that stuff. So, uh, next year, you know, it'd be a good race to go to. I, like I said, I've, I've never been out there, Brad, even out at the old configuration. So, uh, it might be a nice road trip to go out there and, uh, check out a new racetrack and knock one off, um, uh, knock one off my track list.
2: I think Brian Brown's a, partial promoter or else they're using his name or whatever, but I think he has a a little bit of interest involved with the promotion of that race. Uh, so the outlaws are going to be there. I want to say it's a two day show. Yeah. And I, I 70 speedway in Odessa, Missouri. It's just Odessa. Odessa's is really part of Kansas city. It's just East of Kansas city. Um, I don't know, 20 miles, maybe. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, driven, right
1: along. I driven by it on my way to sweet Springs when I went out there. So I ca- yeah. it was, it was when it was still, c- Closed down and you know, kind of deteriorating. I, w- I wanted to take the drone out and do some uh, kind of the <laughs> lost, lost speedway footage with it, but it was windier than shit and I was unfamiliar with the area, so I didn't really want to want to risk you know, having a drone fly off and uh, you know, God knows where.
2: Yeah, maybe the drag strip out back, but uh, yeah, yeah, last
3: time I was there, I was a kid too, I was like 13, 14, I think it was 85. Went down there and man, it, yeah, it. I'm glad to see it come back. I think it's going to be uh, something really special.
2: Yeah, it's really, we're still in a slow part. I mean, CJ Larry's jumping on the national USAC Sprint Card Tour, I saw. Um, there's, there's, there's some stuff like that. But uh, uh, for the most part, those are the couple big announcements that uh, came out between last tuesday and now
1: yeah speaking of the uh usac sprint car series i saw that paul neenhauser ninehauser yeah uh, how you i don't know i'm not quite sure how you pronounce his name but he's uh taking the wing off and he's going to go run usac sprint cars full-time next year and contend for that uh rookie of the year with the uh, nos energy drink sprint car series
2: yeah i saw that today that's kind of an interesting move on his part Uh, he's a pretty good wing driver he's won several races with the ira and and so forth, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does with the wing, uh, the non-wing. I, I, I am pretty sure he's got some experience with the non-wings. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely
1: taken the wing off before, but you know, running a full season with that one is going to be fun to watch.
2: Yeah, being from Missouri and stuff, it's just way easier to run a wing sprint car and, and race. So, so good luck to him. That will be interesting to see. USAC starting to build up a quite a quite a just like the All Stars. The All Stars have a really good. Network of drivers that are going to be following with that tour full time. So, and Tony Stewart has done exactly what he wanted to do with the All Stars, and that's uh, revive it and get it back to where it once was. When, uh, um, uh, what was the guy's name that ran the All Stars years ago? Bird Emmer. Bird Emmer. Yeah he mm-hmm. he had that thing going, and and it suffered a lot after the last couple guys owned it. O- o- Guy, Tony- Guy Webb. Guy <laughs> uh, Webb. Yeah. And now Tony Stewart owns it, and, and they are, they're doing they're doing great things with that that series.
0: Chili Bowl. I'm gonna beat Lars and Belen Rico. I'm gonna take my midget to the Chili Bowl. I'm gonna beat Lars and Belen Rico. I got a square tank in the bag, carbon body attached, chassis powdered black. Fire suit is black to match. Driving a Toyota, you can have your Ecotec. I've been in the Virock, you ain't made a man yet. Can't nobody tell me nothing.
4: Can't tell
0: me you can't tell me Someone flew right by me, Elliot in the 9-E, or maybe Klaus and Marshall, us and energy, Brady bacon bougie, lunchboxes and koozies, 63 by dueling, this show is amusing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Beat Los and Bell and Rico I'm gonna take my midget to the cello bowl I'm gonna Beat Los and Bell and Rico Stenhouse, Yale League, coming from NASCAR. Spike chats with TI, powered by an SR. Rowdy's getting wild, passing around the moonshine jar. After party, rocking down at Lenny's bar. Robert Bell, the comet from Colfax. T-Mes Briscoe, and Sweet All Back. Can't wait till I'm in Tulsa at the Jelly Bowl. I'm gonna beat Larson, Bell, and Rico. I'm gonna take my midget to the jelly bowl. I'm gonna beat Larson Bell, and Rico I'm gonna take my midget to the jelly bowl. I'm gonna beat Larson Valenrico.
1: All right, that was a hit new single from Brian Ward, the uh, the Chili Bowl <laughs> Midget song. Uh, guys, what you think of that? It's pretty entertaining, right there.
2: It's not the best thing in the world, but it's really cute. It's pretty cool a little a little hype video type for the Chili Bowl. Jason was back
1: there shaking his head. I don't think he was amused.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Needs to work on spitting bars a little bit, but <laughs> he ain't no Eminem. But it, it was still funny. Ma- uh, yeah, many many points for creativity.
1: Yeah. So definitely. So uh, with that being said, we are going to check in with uh, Brian Walker, Mr. Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, you damn right. I got out there? there.
1: I'm fine. I just yeah. had to deal with my asshole uh, teammates. Deep. I know ah. he wasn't happy with me for crowding them, but
3: shit, I want to win. Hey, come here.
5: Come here. Come here. Come here. Pisser. Piece of shit. Yeah. All that stupid ass flagman. They got a dumb ass flagman that can't see.
1: Joining us now on the hotline is Mr. Brian Walker, better known as Wikipedia Brian. Uh, how's are you? How are you doing on this Tuesday night?
5: I'm doing great because Chili Bowl is less than one week away. <laughs> how are you guys? Oh, not too bad. We're <laughs> we're
1: getting we're getting hyped up for the Chili Bowl over here. So, uh, I saw the uh, the Chili Bowl pool was just finally released. Uh, maybe about an hour, or two hours ago. Have have you had a chance to look over your brackets yet?
5: I haven't. I've, I'm actually I'm not a pool guy. Believe it or not.
1: That is surprising. I figured, you know, with all the stats, yeah. all the all the information you throw out there daily on uh Wikipedia on Twitter, you would you would definitely be up there in the money on the chili bowl pool.
5: I always uh I enjoy I enjoy looking at it. I I always take a look at the group and a bunch of my buddies. Like there's a whole group of them that that do them all the time, and I go back and forth with them on it. But I uh, I I don't fill them out. I haven't done one in two years.
1: I've I've never done one, but uh Brad Brown over here, he's he's donated to the cause plenty of times. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. I,
5: I I always look at the results and go through and I have seen, I have seen, seen them in there
2: down at the bottom. Yeah, I just got tired of donating <laughs> my money. So I just, uh, I'll fill it out and just kind of watch how it goes, but I still suck at it. So I, I got, I figured that 20 year, well, I guess the chili bowl, $40, I can, I can do a lot more with $40 by buying beer or ingredients for beer or whatever, other than just <laughs> donating it to Lonnie Wheatley. <laughs> Yep, Racing exactly. version of March Madness, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh speaking of that we're gonna kind of glance over this real quick though uh you were just now i believe uh just recently promoted to p r director for the uh the Sprint Car series for the outlaws, so uh kinda kind of tell us about that a little bit and kind of how you got there,
5: yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that deal that's uh I just gotta get through Chili Bowl and then after that. I'm hyped to get to Volusia. Um, in February. So yeah, I'll basically be doing, um, everything online. You see, but the outlaws really all social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, all season long. I'll get to go to all, I think right now it's like 95 or 96 races. I'll be at all of those. Um, get to go all over the country, get to write a bunch of stories about it. Uh, you know, just promote the series. It's basically what the the job's about, uh, promote the fans, media, and uh, type of the drivers and everything. And, uh, you know, and right now, I mean, it's no secret. The outlaws just have such an amazing product. Uh, you know, Donnie's still around battling for championships. Sweet, sweet, this new, this new cat on the scene, back to back titles, uh, and shoe, just everyone really. I mean, I don't even know how many, I think it's over 15 full-time guys now, maybe. So, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a fun deal. Uh, it's basically, basically my dream job. And I, uh, I got here. I did. I've got, I don't, I might, I might be the only PR director in world of outlaws history who has now seen both sides. Cause I came from the late models last year. And that was a challenge because I am certainly a sprint car guy more than a late model guy. Um, but I got that deal through, um, Casey Schumann, who I've lived with up in Indy for several years now. And, that deal came through. him. I worked for the war scrap cars for a few years too. And, uh, really that was honestly my first real job in racing. So it all kind of started there.
1: Yeah. I, I, I heard a story that you, uh, slid into a uh, Brooks DMs to get that, uh, war series gig. I,
5: I did. So I was living with Andrew Felker, who uh, will race Bowl next week. He's a two time future starter. I was living with him in Missouri at the time. This is like early 2018. And, uh, so I was I was I was doing the Wikipedia deal at that time. It was nowhere near as big as it is now. It was just getting off its feet. And um, at that time, what I was doing with it was mainly just going to any race that I could get to around the Midwest. And uh, like War was coming to Missouri for one weekend, I think at US 36. Which man, I have never been to US 36. I imagine some of you guys have. I have like planned on six shows, and they all get rained out or canceled. But,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we've so all, we've I've all been, been there and yeah. it, it's a shithole, but it's, it's fun to watch.
5: Yeah. So that's a whole story, but they were going there and I tweeted, we were going or whatever. And, uh, Brooke was like, oh man, Wikipedia is going to show me up at my own race. Cause she was <laughs> kind of doing social media at the time. And then I, I slid in her DMs and I was like, Hey, <laughs> give me a pit pass and I'll do it for war." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That that. I mean, I think that's how most of us get our, our first gig is you know just send out that random email, text message. Oh, or, yeah. or you know a DM or anything like that. So I, I know I've gotten into plenty of races by doing that.
5: Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. The worst they're going to tell you is no.
2: Yep. Well this this comment's kind of passed already, but I see what you did there when you said about Brad Sweet. You said he's the new cat on, <laughs> on the scene. On yeah, I aw, see what cat. you did there. <laughs> I I got a question for you. uh, First of all, how many battery packs do you carry with you to keep your phone charged on a a night of race, especially the Chili Bowl? You're on your phone the whole time, and you're tweeting constantly. you got to have one or two battery packs with you to keep that phone charged.
5: So I don't have one or two. I have three. Um, (laughs) I, I, I used to have four. Brooke lost one of them. Um, so I have three, they're all the same. They're, uh, are three NOS energy drink battery packs. They're like, uh, shoot, what's the brand? Uh, oh, I think it's Poseidon. Like the brand is Poseidon. Um, I got them all from, where'd I get them? Um, oh, one year Chili Bowl, like three years ago, I worked for Klaus and Marshall and obviously they're, they're in with NOS real big. And so I got one of them from working for Klaus and Marshall at Chili Bowl. Um, I got another from Justin Grant. Who's obviously big with NOS, and uh, and I got a third one from. Uh, oh, they sent, they sent a bunch to uh, Bell Helmets, and I worked for Bell for a few years, so I got. So I have three of them, and they are amazing. Like I think each one will probably charge my phone completely, like twice over, until I have to charge the pack itself. So I can get like <laughs> six charges.
2: Well, I, I got to say, I think, and and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think the easiest part of your night is actually tweeting about the action on the track and stuff. I think the hardest part of your night is being able to watch all that stuff because I can only imagine how many people want to talk to you at a night and distract you from what's going on. Uh, I know when I'm at the races, and I'm not even saying anything that I'm a popular person. but You're not. I, I, got, I got friends, I have friends <laughs> in at the races, but you're walking through the pits and everybody wants to talk to you, and you got hot laps going on. You got – People changing motors and tires and wings and stuff. You got stuff you want to see and report on, but everybody wants to talk to you, so you're going to miss all that stuff. So, how do you politely tell people that I got stuff to do versus just going and doing it? Or how do you battle? How do you battle all that throughout the night?
5: So mo- most of since I've been doing this for a few years, at least, and and kind of at least at Chili Bowl mainly, like chili bowl mainly it's everyone wants to know passing points and um most of the guys know to come to me for several years now and they normally get that i can hold a conversation at least they'll talk to me and i'll and i'll talk to them back i'll say this or whatever but i'm on my phone the entire time typing or doing something i'm looking at my phone the entire time i won't look at them like maybe but once (laughs) but 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 they understand like i'm still paying attention like like I'll have like Bell will come up to me and ask me for passing points real quick. Where does this put me? Blah blah. Okay, and like he'll leave, and Buddy will come up, or can it, it? They all they all know that I'm paying attention. I am responding, but I, I'm on my phone the whole time.
1: <laughs> I I cannot keep it straight. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know when I'm photographing race cars that uh, you know I want to try to get one of every car. I don't. I lose track. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs>
5: Well, I mean, lucky for me, at least with the passing point deal. I mean, it's all there. You just got to find it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just got to know where to look, basically. So yeah, you're not, you're not doing the hard work of calculating everything.
5: Yeah.
2: So when, now that you're the PR director for the Outlaws, how are you going to juggle doing your actual job that pays you money with the World of Outlaws versus keeping your Wikipedia fans updated on a night when you're at uh, Port Royal or – I 80 speedway or Tulare or whatever, how are you going to juggle being the PR director versus being Wikipedia?
5: I I won't do much. Um, and even, even this year really when I started the late model deal, um, and even two years ago, honestly, yeah, but I mean, I did power Eye for a season actually too. Um, when I'm on my, when I'm on my full-time job, I just take that only. I focus on that directly. So I won't do much. Um, with Wikipedia throughout this year and let's say i mean unless i hit up like a tuesday night indiana midget week show but uh main, mainly at this point in my kind of life i guess um Walk-a-pedia is like a shootout chili bowl special
1: so speaking of uh, the chili bowl um kind of what are you looking forward to most about getting back down in tulsa
5: Oh man, everything. I love it. Um, uh, it's home for me too. That's why I'm like in the, in the war in the, in the great debate of the greatest race, Chili Bowl versus Knoxville. I immensely love them both, but Chili Bowl will always be number one for me, just because it is home. My, I like, I always tell the stories. Uh, so I was born, I was born in Tulsa, St. John's, which is exactly two miles away from the expo. And I was born on January 8th. Um, and, in 98 and that was when they, they were running that night. Jason left there, won the prelim night in a, in a loss in 15. I was like to tell that story. I mean, it's just, so for me, it's that kind of, you know, emotional connection. And, uh, shoot, I don't know. I'm, mis- I'm looking forward to six straight nights of racing. I love that they had the extra prelim night, more racing. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I love that we got 300 cars again. I was honestly a skeptic. I, like a month ago, I was like, "Man, I I think we're gonna get like two twenty 250. and I I am proudly wrong. Um, I uh, there's a there's a million things to look forward to. Obviously, the main one is the Larson versus Bell versus the field. That's until until the field wins. That's the storyline to me. Because I mean, I mean, legitimately, they should have ran one two in the last. I think three Chili Bowls. If Larson wouldn't have blown up, so I mean. It's going to be fun, and the great, and, the, and that's one of the things I love about Chili Bowl too. Is there's five prelim nights, so I mean, you, it's not just about Larson and Bell and Rico all the time. You have last year Cannon winning on Monday night, which was huge, and you have Thorson winning one of the most badass races we've seen in a long time at Chili Bowl. So I mean, there's just there's literally so much going on each day.
1: Yeah, definitely. You mentioned that you know the debate between Chili Bowl and Knoxville. I think everybody here is definitely on the Chili Bowl side. Um, Brad and I go to Knoxville almost every single year.
5: Um, I'm surprised Brad's on the Chili Bowl side.
2: Yeah, I am. I've said for years that if my wife told me, Brad, you get one race to go to Chili Bowl or Knoxville or whatever race, I would choose Chili Bowl every time. I absolutely love Knoxville. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Chili Bowl, I've been there four times and loved every minute of it. Uh, The Chili Bowl is is number one for me. Nice. I
5: like
1: that. I keep telling Brad he needs to take some sick days from his job to go down to Chili Bowl with me, but
2: he's yeah, he, that he, really he,
1: sucks. He claims that you know during track season you don't get sick days,
2: they <laughs> <laughs> don't. Sports don't give a shit. You're, <laughs> you're you're you work when when the sports go, and my very first track meet of every year is the weekend of the Chili Bowl, so I got to sell oh. for beers at brewskis instead of Chili Bowl. Well, oh, the bad a
3: thing to there, Brad. <laughs>
5: if he if he takes a sick day if he takes a sick day now they're probably going to make him take two sick, two sick weeks just to be safe. There, there you go. go.
2: You're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. So now I, I sacrifice the chili bowl for ten awesome days at Knoxville every August. I I have freedom there, so I'm good. I'm good for that.
5: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I was definitely looking forward. I, I got an extra vacation of, uh, a, of a week of vacation from work this year, and I was looking forward to going down to Chile Bowl and spend the whole week down there. But this whole COVID thing, my wife goes, well, you can go, but you cannot stay here when you get back home for 14 days. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm missing <laughs> this year, but uh, next year I'm definitely going to be out there all week long. So uh, last year was my first time back in 10 years, and it was an absolute blast.
2: Oh, man. So, so do you have? Do you go buy a whole bunch of stock in Epsom salt or something? Because at the end of the day, after every night of racing at the Chili Bowl, you your feet have got to be killing you. Do you ever get to sit down during the night?
5: No, at the Chili Bowl, I am on my feet uh, from uh, noon, maybe one in the afternoon to like midnight, probably maybe one a.m. So yeah, yeah. I, mean, I am. I am always very my feet definitely hurt by the end of the week there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're asking you these crazy questions because I, I read, I listened to your uh, open red that you were on just a week or two ago and, and they asked a lot of great questions and so forth. And, and uh, we don't need to know those answers again. So we're kind of asking you stupid questions like, do your feet hurt at the end of a night <laughs> of
5: a chili bowl? <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> so uh, once again, chili bowl, you, I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm assuming you get, you get to the, uh, to the track right. As soon as right as doors open, what is your typical daylight yeah. there? I mean, I know you're going to go around and talk to drivers, but when you have that free 30 seconds of downtime, what would be your go-to concession there at the chili bowl?
5: Oh, uh, I love the, I love the Frito chili pie. I love it. There you it. go. Um, I love Dippin' Dots too. Dippin' Dots is really expensive, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, shoot, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying there. It's, everything's expensive there. Yes. Uh, it's a fairground. Um, no, but yeah, Frito Chili Pie. My whole day there probably is. Uh, this is the first year I'll have an Airbnb there. I'm staying with uh, a bunch of the outlaw uh, Anthony Carini, uh, Hank Silver, uh, Mike, and Ashley Hess. We all have a house like right down the street. Um, last year I was in the motorhome right outside the expo, which was amazing. I'm going to miss that. Um, so my typical day this year, I would imagine if I'll pro I mean, I'll, I, I will not sleep much at all for the seven days. Um, maybe, maybe three hours each night. I bet <laughs> if that But uh, wow. um, you got friends that I'll I'll get,
2: have nice supply.
5: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'll, I will get there very early probably around noonish every day and i mean it's, it's a lot of yeah or er, it's a lot of three four hours of walking around and my deal is i spend the night before which is why i don't ever sleep i spend the night before just getting ready for the next day to make all sure i have everything straight and then the, the afternoon is always real relaxed but once uh once pill draw closes and the heat line come out it's nonstop hot labs rolling out and the heat and they do a great job of moving the program along really effectively. So it's, it's I, I, I don't cover much of the B mains and C mains. So I, uh, I, I take a little bit of a break there and just kind of get ready for the feature, but, uh, pretty busy.
1: Definitely. I, last year we, I, I stayed with the, uh, with a bunch of photographer friends there on Airbnb. We dubbed it the shitty photographer house. It was me, uh, Tim <laughs> Elwin, uh, Serena Dahmer. Um, Joe Orth was there, uh, Dave Olson, and a bunch of other guys, a couple guys from California. That was the first time I did the yeah. Airbnb, Airbnb thing, and that I gotta tell you, that's the way to go. We we had a yeah, sweet, that's what I've heard. Yeah, we had a sweet house lined up this year, but half the guys aren't going, so we uh we canceled that house. That I guess it would be like a Mick Mansion that had a gym and everything in it. So definitely overkill for what we needed, but it was definitely gonna be a fun
2: time. Yeah. Well, you after the races, all you guys do is spend your damn all your time on your computer to edit photos and because you, you can't take a great photo you gotta you gotta edit it all to make it look really good so you guys spend all your time <laughs> editing photos you don't that, ever you don't ever go to like the back in when i went at the elephant run or or cloud nine the elephant I run. yeah i did the you go o- to caravan never been to caravan i've been to some biker bar oh, okay. where the, the 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 bartenders would show you their uh, undershirt which was pretty impressive. <laughs>
1: Hey, when, when I first started going, I did not do the actual real work after the Chili Bowl. I sent out a few photos. Then I went to the Elephant Ron, went to Cloud Nine. And I, I want to say, was it night trips? Is that the other?
5: Yep, night trips. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I definitely did all that, but not anymore. It's, de- it's definitely a business trip when I go down there now.
2: I was being PC. My dad listens to this show, and I don't want him to know what I really did at the Chili Bowl. He knows he
1: had legs and eggs at cloud nine. Everybody knows that. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I tell you what, one night after the, after the elephant run, uh, the, the soberest drunk person drove us home and it should have been like a five minute drive, but it took us like 20 minutes. We drove by cloud nine three times. I know that, (laughs) but we ended up making it back to the hotel. Finally, that was, that was a great, great, I love the chili bowl. The, the, uh, the after,
5: the late night festivities at Chili Bowl are always sometimes more interesting than the on-track ones.
1: Now, yeah. now Brian, you're probably a little too young for this, but did you ever partake in uh, Taylor Weld's uh, after-hours parties?
5: No, I didn't. I, I yeah, No.
1: Those were some good times. I, I can't say anything more because I think legally we can't talk about that, but they were <laughs> definitely fun.
3: I think the statute of limitations <laughs> is up on that now.
2: Ditto. And the further it got into the week – the more epic it got. We'll just go. We'll stop there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, I, I, I get the gist.
2: Brian, where do you usually watch the races when you're reporting to the Chili Bowl? Do you hang out in the turn four bleachers or do you hang out in the infield or do you do a little bit of both? Or uh, where do you watch the activity or the, the, the races?
5: So Chili Bowl, I'm actually, uh, I hang out at KKM all night, really until the features Cause I'm, I normally sit there at the KKM trailer, um, and watch the big screen and I have, uh, the timing pulled up and I'm, I'm doing, cause I'm doing passing points the whole night. And really it, it, I've done it. I actually, first, last year was the first year I did it, but, uh, or I did it at KKM, but all the drivers know to come find me there really for all the passing point stuff. So I just hang out there from heat and qualifiers. Normally I'll go, I'll go, I'll go in the stands to watch hot laps. Um, and then I come down, I do heats and qualifiers and, um, at the, at the KTM trailer. And sometimes if, if they're taken long enough, like if normally if there's two D's and two C's on a night, I'll go to the, I'll go to turn or turn two with the rowdies and hang out with them for a few races. And, uh, but then when the feature comes, I normally go to the infield. Yeah. Well, I mean, every or last year was the first year I got it. I was able to get in the infield. It was actually a funny story. So I don't, and this year I don't, I don't have media credentials this year, which I completely understood since it was so limited. Um, I'm just hoping I can somehow get an infield pass. But, uh, so last year I, uh, I was updating, which I have done several years now update from the ramp where all the pit guys stand right there. Um, at the bottom of turn three and during, they had a caution, like halfway through the feature on Monday night last year and Steve Hahn, um, Who was Emmett's son and uh, Tom's brother? uh, Ran across the track. He he does a lot of the track press stuff now. I think with the gravel, he ran across the track and he was like, "I was standing right behind the rope and he was like pointing at me to like come." And I like turned around, like looked behind me, like "Are you talking to me?" And like he like he's pointing at me, like "Come on!" And like so they're they're rolling around under caution. And, like, they all roll by and, like, we run down to the infield. And, like, he tells me, like, oh, I, I saw you tweeting. I saw you up here. He's like, you need to be down here in the infield. And so, like, he got me a pass the rest of the week. So that was really awesome.
1: That should have been your media credential this year right there. Yeah. It should have been a, yeah. a, a given.
2: Yeah. Well, for the, for the the attention you bring to the Chili Bowl, it's impressive. It's amazing that they don't only just give you a media pass and say uh, – knock yourself out, but, uh, I mean, hell, hey, even you... I
1: got a media pass and let's be honest. <laughs> I don't do a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, all our listeners have been to Chili Bowl already, but for the guys that kind of are on the fence, obviously this year's probably not a go for them, but what can you tell them about the event that's, that would, you know, persuade them and change their mind to get down there?
5: Oh man. It's just, it's just an experience. I think like it's, it's it's such a unique one of a kind deal. You can't compare it to anything else. Um, especially if you do the whole week. Like that's the thing. I totally recommend you do the whole week and you go from Monday to Saturday. And I I don't know I don't know if I recommend doing all of Saturday's alphabet soup, <laughs> but. Um, it's cool. Cause I mean, you go there and like, I think now with the whole Airbnb thing, it'd be great to do that, especially with a bunch of buddies. You go the racing and the prelim nights, the racing starts to, you know, four or five ish really. So you kind of, you hang out during the day. There's lots of great places to, to go see and go play places to eat around Tulsa. Um, and you go to the chili bowl. The trade show is really cool, honestly, um, especially on a normal year. So, like, going and doing that and seeing everything they have there is really cool. And the neat thing about Chili Bowl, too, is if you go there early enough, say, on um, one day, you get to walk around the pits until, like, 3 or when it's open to everyone for a certain amount of time. So, you can go in there, and you can see KKM and Clawson, and you can see Chad Boat working on all the cars, and you can see Bell and Larson, and you can get T-shirts and everything, um, just all that. And then you get to... I've never had seats there, so I don't really know what that's like, but that would be cool to go up to your seat and just sit there for six hours and watch racing. And then afterwards, you know, if, you, if you're into it, the, the festivities commence and there's, there's all kinds of different choices. There's a lot of great bars around town. Um, and you get to wake up and do it again the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. It just goes on and on. It just, it's, it's, it's you get there Monday and you're like, And you don't, and you think you're going to be there forever. And then all of a sudden you wake up and it's Saturday night and the are on the track and you can't believe it went by so fast. You just had such a good time.
1: Yeah. It's definitely the longest, but shortest week ever.
5: Absolutely. I
2: I agree with you. Saturday's a long day, but it's a great long day. And like you said earlier, they keep the show moving. And and so they do a great job with minimal track prep. And my seats, when I went there, I was always on the first row uh, in, in between three and four so uh, if there was a little bit of a downtime, you could get up and stretch and so forth. So we had great seats. Yep. Yeah, we had to dodge mud clods every once in a while, but hell, I was excited about that. So, um, but yeah, uh, you you get started early and you stay late. Yeah, my wife would always ask me why do, why do you get back to the hotel so late if the races get over by ten or ten thirty? And and I said it's the chili bowl. You would walk around the pits all night long, talk to people,
5: yeah.
2: meet people, greet people. It, it it's just a party. I, like you said earlier, I like how you can walk in at noon or one o'clock or whatever, and you just, you just walk through the pits, you walk through the, the t-shirt vendors and everything else. And then they start to lock it down about mid afternoon, which is great. But yeah, it's just the freedom to roam. Uh, you can see everything. I just, everything about the chili bowl, except for the exhaust. I, I, I love the exhaust doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. I never yeah. had the chili bowl cold flu.
5: Yeah, yeah, you know, that's I, another thing. I forgot to, I forgot to mention. Like literally, like after after the races, honestly, like come Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like, and the checkered flag flies and they open the pits up. Like the sheer amount of people in in the in the pit area walking around is insane.
2: Yeah, they they just don't want to go home. No, I mean, and there's no, no need to. It's in January and it's still. Sixty-five, seventy inside that place. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just a great atmosphere all around.
3: Yeah, you talked about coming, yeah. you know, when you come in there for your first time. And, like, when I went in 97, I remember grabbing a beer and a chili, pot, you know, Frito pie and sitting there. And you just take it in. I mean, I spent, like, a good hour just sitting in the seat, just taking it all in. And then when it was all done, you're just still sitting there. And, and uh, it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an experience. It, you know, when you try to tell somebody, it's like, yeah, there's, you know, 12,000 people in a racetrack. And that's only a third of the building, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing it's experience.
2: They got a yeah. concession. I mean, the they... of... Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah. I was just in like the growth of it, honestly, like you look back at pictures from like 1987, like when they had 50 cars and you see the pit area and everyone's on open trailers. And I think there was maybe like a, a couple thousand people in like the weird stands they had and it was all configured differently and now you go there and like there's still like I think it was last year or 2 years ago they found a way to expand the front stretch bleachers so they added seats like on the front stretch they kind of made it wider and i mean you have you have the front stretch fans, you have the box seats you have the rowdies in turn two and then you have you know everyone all the everyone on the ramp all the pit crew and 3 and 4 is completely packed and on, and the thing is like so many people go there too <laughs> so many people go there cuz in the the wait list to get on the tickets is incredible. So people just go there and buy pit passes for the week and plop a, plop a lawn chair up in the pit, the pit area and just watch on the big screen, like to just be there.
1: See, I, I took my wife one year and she did not enjoy the, uh, the festivities, the experience that we all love. She spent the entire day
2: Saturday sleeping
1: in Tad Holman's trailer.
2: I, 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 I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I, Dude, I would I would <laughs> never even think about bringing my wife there because me uh, Saturday is heaven and we only I usually got there at noon cuz I I didn't hit the earlier stuff and I enjoyed every minute of all the way up until the finish. Um that would be a great day for me. My wife sitting there for 10 hours, 12 hours, she would want to kill me and everybody around me. So I uh, there there's never an invite for her to go to the chili bowl.
1: I mean, to be fair, we did do a down and back on a Saturday from Lincoln to Tulsa. So,
2: Oh, good grief.
1: (laughs) I mean, you got to give her props for that. I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She at least tried. So that's, I give props to her.
1: So anyways, Brian, I want to thank you for jumping on with us. I'm sure we could talk all day long about chili bowl and, uh, and just how fun it is. And uh, yeah, thanks for jumping on with us and letting all our listeners know just that they need to get down to the chili bowl. One of these years.
2: I also want to say, uh, Brian, my brain hurts when I get done reading your tweets at the end of the night because you have so much information. I've tried doing what you do. I've tried doing that at our local 360 race at I-80 Speedway, and I I failed miserably. I, I can't even type that fast. So how you do all that, uh, uh, props to you because, man, what you do is amazing and, and how you get all the information out there as soon as it happens. Uh, kudos, man. Keep it up. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you'll, be, you'll probably be seeing some emails from me when the outlaws get in our area for uh, media credentials and whatnot. But uh, once the outlaw season gets going, I'm sure we'll have you on again and talk some outlaw racing. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. All right, Brian, thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Thanks,
5: Brian. Yep, thanks for having me, guys.
1: All right, have a good night. Thank you. All right, that was Brian Walker, better known as Walkapedia,
2: joining us on the program. And
1: what else can you say? It's Chili Bowl.
2: Yeah, and we we hype it up a lot, but until you actually go there and experience it, you you really won't understand how cool it is. Um, I have had friends over the years that never have gone, and then when they finally get there, they come back saying the same thing that we're all saying, how amazing it is it is. And so uh unfortunately I have some friends up in South Dakota that uh due to a couple of just event life event things, they've never been able to get there, but they keep trying to get there, and now COVID. Um, I just recommend at least once once go down there and it, just experience it.
1: I'm telling you, Brad. Sick days or get that track schedule changed so we can all go down there and have a good time,
2: <laughs> or or find a different job.
1: And
3: for so
2: many years, actually, I, t- I told you I'm winning the lottery tonight. So oh, there, you yeah, yeah, we're there, there you go. There you There you go. I'll buy bud. some tickets no matter what. <laughs> all
1: right. So, anyways, I, we're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we're going to come back and fill out this Chili Bowl 2021. Uh, March of Madness, whatever you want to call it, pool, and uh, donate our $40 to uh, Kevin Swindell probably because he's my <laughs> bet to win the damn thing.
4: <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. My friend named Jack He's got my back He always seems to know I
1: welcome back. We are now going to do our Chili Bowl 2021 predictions. Uh, Brad is probably the seasoned veteran here. Jason, I don't know if you ever done a Chili Bowl pool. I know I haven't.
2: So, uh, I'm a seasoned veteran, but I'm a seasoned veteran of losers because I have never even come close to finishing anywhere in the top 10 or even top 20.
1: All right, so I know there's going to be a lot of names on here that we have no fucking clue on who these guys are, uh, but... We're going to give it a go. So, uh, starting off with the platinum group, platinum group, platinum group, Kyle Larson, never heard of the guy, Christopher bell and Rico Abreu. It's going to be hard to go against Larson, but like we talked to, I'm going to go with bell. Like we talked to uh walkopedia is it's been the Larson bell show. So, uh, I got Larson. You, Jason's got bell. So, uh, Brad, you're the tiebreaker here.
2: I got bell. All right. Um, in my opinion, Kyle Larson won last year because he was so damn hungry to get a golden driller, nothing was going to stand in his way. Uh, now that he's got one, I wonder if he's going to be nearly as as aggressive as he was last year. Christopher Bell, he's got a couple, and he is so smooth and so they're absolutely nothing against Kyle Larson. He is a stud, and he proved that this whole summer. But I just think Christopher Bell is is the guy this year uh, of those three. All right, and it's Chris. sad that we're not even mentioning Rico Abreu, but uh, uh, it, it is Kyle and Christopher.
1: All right, Chris Rebel, it is. Let's see here. I want to write this down, or
2: I got it right now.
1: All right, you're writing shit down. All right, yeah. all right. Moving on to Monday. Qualifying night number one. We have, let's see here. Holy shit! Six, seven groups. We'll start with the easy one. Group number one: Tyler Courtney, Cannon McIntosh, or Big Daddy Chris Wyndham.
2: Well, in my opinion, Wyndham's not in the in, not even in the conversation. He no, stiffed no. us, and so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Braz, I'm going with Braz not holding I'm, a
1: grudge or anything. <laughs> I'm going with sunshine. Sunshine's my guy.
2: Jason? Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. gonna right. Go with sunshine.
1: Shun-san, sunshine. Uh, group two. We see David gravel, uh, Carson Macedo, Blake Hans, TJ Leary and
2: Ryan Bernal. This is kind of tough just for the fact that gravel and Macedo. Well, basically never drive a non-wing sprint, non-wing car. And so they're just going to dive right in into the chili bowl. So, um, I don't know. Um, Blake Hahn, he does have a midget win this year. Uh, but, uh, I mean, CJ Leary's got tons of non-wing experience and, and Ryan Bernal is just a, just a damn good race car driver. So this group too is, is, is pretty challenging right here. This is where, uh, I'm
1: now beginning to donate to the cause because yeah, this, this is this is where these these we things made it to wa-
4: group two boys.
2: <laughs> I don't know. my My I'm, gut tells me CJ, but uh, Gravel is is a, a damn good driver. I don't know that Macedo has. I don't know that he's deserving of a group two classification just because he's a world of outlaw driver. He's a damn good driver, but he doesn't have h- hardly any non wing experience. Uh, um, so I don't know that I want to put Macedo in the, in, in this category.
1: I was looking at Blake Hahn or Ryan Burnell. Those were my guys. <laughs> I
2: didn't even mention those two.
1: <laughs> those were my guys I was looking at. So Jason, what's your opinion on that one?
3: You know, the thing this year, gravel hopped into a couple of different cars and, he's done and did good. well. Yeah. So I, you know, I I don't I think it's it's premature to, I mean you, you have a good point you know a wing sprint car versus you know to me it's it's kind of the whole thing with um the chili bowl and we were talking with Christopher Christopher Bale and all that it's a, it's its own environment it's its own thing and um I my gut is telling me David Grabble but my mind is saying C J Larry
1: see uh, David Gravel, I believe he's in a Rams car and I. Th- all those cars are damn good stuff
2: yeah and i think blake is in that old fire whiskey car which is a usually a pretty good a beautiful car i don't know if it's a super fast car but it's a beautiful car um i I don't know uh it's it's kind of sucks that we're not even talking really about ryan Bernal, but he's from california I, i i'm pretty sure he's a firefighter he went to firefighter school and took a uh, a large portion of a year off. So he could become a firefighter and, which, and stuff. But uh, um, I just CJ had a really good year this year in sprint cars and USAC. Um, gravel is just a damn good race car driver. Um, so right, I, I, between
1: I CJ and I David. I, I like David.
2: All right. I'll, I'll
3: go with David. Get with that? I think we have to go on a limb here. All right. And, David, uh, yeah, David.
1: All yeah. right. Group three. Uh, looks like Chase Briscoe, Mitchell Moles, T-Mac, not Brad's favorite T-Mac, but Tim McCready, <laughs> Clinton Boyles, uh, Gary Taylor, Trey Marcham, Jerry Coons Jr. That's a horrible impression of Rob Klepper, but I love it oh, when he sure. says it. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Baer.
2: I got Briscoe. Briscoe, as Wikipedia said
3: this year, you know, as as Brian said, uh, Jerry Coons has the longest a feature streak. Oh shit! For Saturday night, right now. Yeah, but. But but Coons, Chase look good.
1: Chase is I, based on cars, I know. Yeah. Coons can drive a car. Chase has good shit. Uh, nothing, that's it. Nothing against the eighty five that Jerry Coons is in, but that's one of those field filler cars that we get at Fairbury.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah, and not to sound cold, but that's about where Jerry's career is right now too. Uh, he's he's not up front. He doesn't drive up front anymore. Um, he he was. Uh, it's just he's on the tail end of his career, just like uh, my favorite driver, Sammy. Sammy Swindell. So
1: what group's he in? He's a third group. A third he's group? in
2: Group Two on Thursday oh, or Group Two. Three. Yeah, and it's an insult to the perennial champion, but <laughs> I like uh Chase Briscoe. All right. We'll he's just go. he's he's good. He he had a great NASCAR career or season. I'm not sure that, that really translates, but hey, I, I really like Chase.
1: Alright, we can go with Chase. I like that pick. Yep. Yeah, I do too. All right, group four. Once again, these are I know I know like two of these three of these people. So uh Paul White, Chase Magic. I don't even know how to say his name. Alex Sewell, yeah. Steven Schnaff, Sean McKelland, I know that name, Corey Shuddy, Riley Kreisel, and Harley, or not Harley, Holly Holland. In a, I like Holly Holland. In a KKM car.
2: KKM car. Yeah, it's hard She's to get She's good. She's a solid driver. I honestly, I'm with you, BA. I don't know a lot of these guys. I know Alex Sewell and Sean McClelland. Sean drives usually a non, or a, an, uh, an ASCS uh,
1: three hundred and sixty, yeah, or uh, even
2: the OCR OCRS, yeah, Oil Capital Racing yep. series. Um, so
1: Riley Kreisel uh, is a uh, War Sprint Series champion, but okay, I mean that's that's a sprint car there, and we're talking midgets now. So
2: yeah, if you're going by name recognition, I, I know Alex and Holly and Sean, so I'm going with one of those three. But Holly's a Strictly a midget driver, and she's got the best equipment in the KKM, so that's the only reason why I'm picking Holly. Plus, she's a pretty solid driver, too.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, based on equipment, there, I mean, you you can't beat KKM stuff, so I yeah. like that pick. Yep, agreed. All right, Hold on. uh, group five, uh, Cade Morton, Zach Moody, Emilia Hoover, in a Team Ripper car, David Prickett. Jacob Denny, Chase McDermott, Ryan Hall, Cody Brewer, Joe Boyles, and Steve Glover.
2: Boy, throw a dart at a dartboard on this one.
1: I'm I mean, I I, I want to go with the uh quick time mojo. So either Emilia Hoover with the team ripper
2: cart or Cody Brewer.
3: I was gonna go quick time on that one with uh Cody.
2: I was going with Cody. That's the only um, that's the only name that I recognize, to be honest with you.
1: All right, Cody. Joe Boyles, I remember
2: I recognize Joe Boyles too, yep. so I do too.
1: Uh let's see here now, like
2: Six. Group six.
1: Uh Steven Russell, Christopher Larson, Marcus Thomas, Logan Sherb, Kyler Johnson, Trey Burke, Dylan Ito, Tim Eastenson, Kyle Shipley, and Cody Hayes. Jason, do you have this pulled up in front of you? I do. All right. So instead of going through all these names, because that could take forever. Yeah. I say we just kind of pick, you know, just based looking at it, you know, throw our. our I'm I'm hoping
2: Christopher Larson is Kyle's brother.
1: I mean, Christopher (laughs) Larson, you can't go wrong with that name. You got Christopher Bell (laughs) and Kyle Larson. Mash (laughs) them together. You got one badass race car driver. right?
2: The only name I recognize out of that is Kyle Shipley. So that I don't know.
1: I don't know. This, like I said, this is one of those where you you throw a dart at it. And...
2: Is isn't this
3: where you start? You know, for March Madness, you pick the team with the mascot you like the best. Yeah, yeah. Call the team
2: colors. I believe
1: yeah. the Cather uh, Johnson is CJ Johnson, CJ Johnson's son that drove that 45 X car out of okay. Kansas. Granted, does that mean
2: his kid can drive? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't care about this. I, whichever one you want. <laughs> I didn't. I don't mean care about this. I mean care about. <laughs> <laughs> who we pick in the category six yeah um,
1: I, I really don't know this, i'm just throw a dart out there so
2: i'm the only reason i would pick kyle shipley is because he's the only name that i recognize kyle shipley it is that is
1: yeah uh let's see here
2: seven
1: group seven
2: Right, big kevin wood jr
1: Claude Estes, he he he's ran a three hundred five at Eagle a couple times. He's in this times, yeah. Rocky
2: Silva, Paul Silva's brother, son, grandpa, bro, um, uncle?
1: <laughs> any any relation?
2: AJ Bruns, is that a burn. Uh, is that AJ Bruns or Brun, or Burns? Burns? It
1: looks like Burns. I don't know. This this is the worst chili bowl pick'em show ever. <laughs>
2: Claude Claude Estes is the only one that I recognize. Yeah, him. likewise. Right, let's go with Claude. We're going with him.
1: All right, we made it through day one
2: <laughs> for well, what about at large only group? are we gonna do the at large group just for in this one or I think it's' for the whole thing yeah
1: no yeah. oh, no i I'm going down on the actual entry form so we don't have the at large thing yet it it hasn't came okay. up
2: okay we're gonna go to group uh, uh Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: so group one Dom TMS, or Jonathan Beeson I mean Beeson did get screwed in the shootout, so you know he's coming back and gonna. Drive like a, a, team, drive like a pissed off teenager, but Timez, man, he's the man. I'm a, a Tevez fan. Timez
3: always drives like pissed off teenager. Yep,
1: I, <laughs> I like Tevez, especially. <laughs> I do too. Especially what he did last year. Yeah, was definitely fucking badass. So I like Tevez. mez
2: yeah, doesn't give a fuck.
1: Nope. Uh, group two: <sighs> Mitchell Facito. This is a tough one. Goal a bit, Shane Golovit, Corey Lyson, D. Welch, and Tanner Carrick. I'm liking D. Welch. He doesn't. He doesn't uh-huh. drive. He doesn't drive a midget a lot, but when he does, he's fast. He's in a in a um, Chad boat car.
3: And
2: I'm a golovic fan in this one.
1: Jason, who would you say?
3: No, I I. It's between Golubic and, and Welch. I I'm going to go with Welch on this one. All right, we
2: we'll go right. with
1: Welch. Majority rules. Don't pull a trump on me and say recount the votes there, Brad. Because there's only three <laughs> votes, and I can count the three. God damn
2: it. I just need 11,000 votes. 11,700 11, vote. or something. 780. Like yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Group, All right three. group three. Look in here. Tony
2: Bruce, Tony Bruce Jr. still racing? Yeah,
1: not a whole lot. And just and, one race a year. And yeah. and to be in group three? I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cole, Hager,
2: Persley, Flood.
1: I'm liking Persley in a KKM car, or, I mean, Derek Hager is really good, and a Cole Bodine and a Klaus Marshall Car. I think that's Klaus Marshall Car.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. go with Bodine. I'm a Bodine. I think he did without, we had no time to research this because it just came out so we don't really know, but I've got a research? feeling. I think, we I don't think do Cole research Bodine, on this show. I think Bodine had a really good year last year.
1: I like Cole. I'll, I'll, we'll go with Cole. All right, we'll go with Bodine. All right, group four.
2: Any of you listeners out there can't choose the same people we do, otherwise uh, you got to split the pot.
1: I don't think we're getting as if you'd any. want to. Yeah, I don't think we're getting any of this pot. All right, group four. Let's see here.
2: Uh, Boy, you got Harley Holland. This one. You
1: got Harley Holland, Holly's dad. Yeah. Uh, World Outlaw, race director Mike Hess.
3: Yeah, race director. Uh,
1: Chris Andrews, Ohio. Chris Andrews, not Oklahoma. Chris Andrews. I don't know if you guys know the difference. I know they're from two different states. I can't tell you who's. Only oh, location, yeah. I'm liking
2: Mike. I'm. Yeah. Hess is a long time. Nick Drake. Nick Drake is pretty World. good. I mean, I, this. Th- yeah, this is all foreign to me. I, I don't know hardly. I don't know any of those people. Hess. I like. Hess. Yeah, let's go with Mike Hess. All right. Hess. Group five. All right. Five. Uh silence is deafening. Yeah. yeah
1: we uh Hayden Reinbold, he's in one of the Reinbold cars which is good stuff. They were on the uh the uh out of Arizona. Yeah, out of, yeah, out of Arizona. Yeah. They were yeah, on yeah. Ran some Power Eye stuff that I saw. On, yep. They got good stuff. Mitchell Davis, I recognize that name. Um that's about it. I'm
2: for I'm for Reinbold just because they got a lot of money behind their efforts and they put on a USAC non-wing sprint cars. They have midgets. When they when they raced in Arizona, they had like four midgets and three sprint cars in their pits. So they got money. So does that mean they're good drivers? I don't know. Bro. I don't know, but... I'm a Ryan... I'll, I'll, I vote for Ryan hmm I like that. Likewise.
1: You know, and just based on this, man, I don't know how Lonnie Wheatley does this. This is a lot of work, and he has to know these guys. Uh, guys I'm guessing kinda... he's
2: just... He's, He's shooting from the hip on group five, six, and seven. Yeah,
1: but I mean, to to rank all these guys,
2: fuck. Yeah, he didn't just put this together this this morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so group six, throw dart. Same with
2: group six, yeah, throw dart. I. Yeah, I don't recognize
1: I, any of these names.
3: Uh, I recognize Brian Stanfill.
1: All right, there we go. There he
2: there is. We go. Jason's yeah. making the pick. Stanfill. Yeah.
1: Uh and going to group seven on Tuesday night. Uh Chad Freewalt, I, I recognize that name. Um that's about it. That's the only name I recognize in the four F car.
2: Well, I'm good. <laughs> Freewald. Freewald pick. it is.
1: Pick the pick is in. All right. All right. Wednesday. Wednesday night, group one. You got the big cat. Brad Sweet, Alex Bright, and Kevin Thomas Jr.
3: I'm going uh, KTJ.
1: Really? Yep. See, I was going Brad Sweet because I, I like KTJ, but he, uh, hasn't, yeah. he hasn't done shit this past yep, year. I'm, he hasn't done a whole lot.
2: I'm with, I'm with, I want Sweet. I go for Sweet. I, Bright is, he's damn good though. Alex, Alex is, Alex Bright is, is good. Um, bread sweet is just yeah. a driver. All right, all right, sweet.
1: All right, group 2, we got Tyler Thomas, Gio Celzy, Brian Carver and Colby Copeland.
2: Sammy Swindell baby.
1: <laughs> I think uh our beer supply will be cut off if we don't go with Sammy, so I think we have to although no. No, I think I, I think Gio's the guy in this group.
2: My group my
3: gut is Gio. I tend to agree, but if I, need, I if if I have to hold my nose and vote for Sammy for beer, I'll do it. I know. <laughs> no, no, the, the beer will be there. The beer will be there. Um, I I I I just do like I do like Geo in this.
1: Yeah, I like, I like Tyler I like Gio. too. Tyler I Thomas, like I, I like him, but not in this group. If he was a group three not guy, group. if he was a group yeah. three guy, definitely a group. I, all I, right, I, we'll I, go I, with Geo. All right, group three. You got NASCAR retire, JJ's still JJ not a field filler today. Uh Jake Newman. He is I want to say he's the Power I champ this year, if i remember right. You got the law firm of Parker Price Miller, Robert Dolby, Emerson Axum, Casey Schumann, Jake Swanson, and Chad Baseflug. This is a tough group right here.
2: So JJ's just not gonna be driving around and being a field filler this time, right? I
1: don't know. I, I'm not liking JJ in this group. I'm like no, no. I'm liking I like Schumann. Schumann's pretty good at the Chili Bowl. Uh is like Sh- pretty good and Emerson is pretty good. Those
3: are I thoughts. I'm leaning toward going youth on this one, going with Emerson Axum.
2: Yeah, I was going with Chad Bass Jake Swanson. Who is Jake Swanson? Uh do you know?
1: Cody Swanson's brother. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> good guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know the name, but I don't know. I'm liking Axum in this group.
2: And Jason, you said Axum? Yeah. All right, we'll go
1: with Axum. All right, group four. We got Ryan Newman, and I want to say it's a class of Marshall car, but I'm not sure. Is it?
2: Uh, He's yes. in a good car, but I don't remember. Yes, he is.
1: All right, AJ yeah. Hopkins, Chase Randall, Matt Westbald, uh, Colton Cottle, Shane Cottle's kid, I think. I don't know. Newman was pretty good last year. I mean, for jump, he, he for, did
3: have a good For jumping showing, in a yes. car,
1: he was he was pretty good last year. I like him in this group.
3: Yeah, I do too.
2: All right, we'll go with Newman. Flying Ryan Newman, baby. Yep.
1: Uh, let's see here. Group 5 once again. The land of no names. Landon Simon, I recognize that one.
2: Sesums, I re- I recognize Sesums. Mhm.
1: Carter I recognize that one too. Uh, Carter Sharp, for what it's worth, I he's in uh, Trey Drop's old car, the Mouse Motorsports Double Zero. But I know Trey can make it go, but I don't know if this car can.
2: That that's why Trey's not in it anymore. True. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I I recognize the name Jeb, Jeb Sesums. Um, Troy w- Rutherford is a California driver that races non-wing sprint cars all the time. So he's got non-wing experience. But yeah. uh, other than that, I... I am, I'm out on this one, so it's... I'm it's, out to lunch.
3: I'll go with Troy Rutherford. All right. All right. I believe he still holds the non-wing sprint
2: car track record at Eagle Raceway. In a white and blue number... A car. Was yep. it? was Yep. I remember. Yep. yep. So that means he's an old guy. So that... Maybe we just... Didn't choose the right guy there. All right, yeah, group six. Group right.
1: six. Uh, Chase
2: Howard, Sean Jackson, Jake Neal, Chase Elliott, Satino Ferrucci.
1: Kinzer Edwards, Tyler Robbins, Jeff Staza, Austin O'Dell, and Robert Carson. Chase looked good at the uh, the uh, whole four-car field out of Millbridge or whatever racetrack that was. Getting some laps in the midget. Chase uh, Elliott
2: or Chase Howard? Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott.
1: Okay. Um Jake Neal's pretty good. I don't know. I think you gotta go with the name on this group.
2: I do too. Go with it. I don't I don't. I'm should we say Wild Bill Elliott's great 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 grandson, Chase Elliot? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh group seven. We, is we that should, who we're choosing? Yeah. Yeah, let's, okay. go, let's go, Chase.
3: Let's go there. Group
1: seven, <laughs> we should recognize one name in this group with the 77J, yep. of John, the fastest trash hauler in all of the land, Clubundy. Uh, yeah, we got to go. With, let's go, with
3: John. We got to yep. throw some love to the local. Yeah, let's go with John. Absolutely. All Thursday, right, baby. Thursday
1: night, we are looking at, ooh, this is a good group one. Zeb Wise, Logan Stevie, and Buddy Kofoid. Kofoid.
3: I'm, Kofoid, I'm Kofoid. going Buddy.
1: Buddy. Yeah. All right, so group two, Stockton based in McDougal, Happertappy. I do not know why I say that his name like that all the time, but Sam Havertue Jr. and the 21-H of the macho man, I, Brady Bacon. That, that's
2: how I pronounce it, Happertappy. <laughs>
1: McDougal's good. Stockton's I'm good. I'm between
3: Stockton and Bacon. Bacon is so solid. He's just, he's just solid.
1: Well, we can go with Bacon.
3: I was yeah, good. he's fine in his groove.
1: I was leaning between Jay Mack or or Brady, so. Yeah, let's vote Brady. I know my daughter will vote for Brady Bacon. That's your favorite race car driver. Uh, Bacon on
2: Sundays are great. Yep. Group three, Uh, three, Brody Roa, Andrew Felker, Andrew Deal, The Real Deal, Buckwalter, Chrome Miller, Bryson, Miss Smith.
1: I like Kaylee Bryson.
2: Kaylee and the KKR.
1: Yep. Bryson's good. Kaylee Bryson. Yep. Out of that, out of this group,
3: and she's getting faster toward the end. She's of the year. had a
2: solid summer, yeah. Too, mm-hmm. she was getting a lot faster toward the yeah. end of the year. So, I like her. Her dad, her dad and mom are spending the money well.
1: She was good. She she did good at the the shootout. So I mean, she gets laps around that place. So mm-hmm. yep, I like her.
2: Okay, Kaylee Bryson.
1: All right, Group Four, Thursday night, twenty one G tray drop done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm all right with that. <laughs> the groupie chooses drop.
1: I I out of this group. Yeah, I mean Matt It's Cheryl,
2: not a
3: bad pick though. It's not a bad pick.
1: No, I mean out of this group, I don't know, Mike Goodman. I think it's a good I mean, pick.
2: Yeah, Mike Mike is he's Yeah, I mean Tanner Berryhill, they're they're in the same group. They're, they're it, Yeah, if, even the if
3: time. you know without the connection to him, I'd I'd still pick Trey out of this
2: group. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough. Enough enough negotiating. Group 5.
1: 22-T of Don Drow, Jr. Cody Ledger a couple local boys there. Um, got Bickett. He runs around here a lot.
2: Noah By the Gass. way, have you seen Cody Ledger's paint scheme? I
1: like it. I, Ooh, I that's I, pretty
2: cool. I like his... Got the square tail tank, and I I like the paint job or the sticker from. job.
1: <laughs> Kyle Bellum. Out of this group, you know, Mark Birch is probably going to hate me, but I, I'm liking Noah Gas the gas man
2: I, I don't even know him.
1: I seen, I seen him run a couple of times this past year at, with uh power eye stuff and he looked pretty good so
2: I was going to go with Cody Ledger just because I like the paint scheme and I'm friends with uh, Tracy and stuff but I'm open for anything on this one
3: I was going to go with Junior just cuz we, uh, you know, <laughs> Well just cuz of that not you know, not just Mark but y'all you know, the non wing
2: that he did this year
1: Yeah uh, we can go, He's junior got tons
2: of experience down there, too. I know, mm-hmm. I
1: know, I know. Uh, when Mark listens to this podcast and we don't pick junior, he might uh not get Brad the biggest refund possible when he does the taxes. <laughs> <this> <laughs> year, so,
2: yeah, all right. So, drought junior, it is. Yeah, we'll go, t-
1: drown. junior. Yeah, uh, group six, uh, Jason McIntosh. Um, uh, I'm liking that pick. That's I'm guessing that's uh. Cannon's brother. It's Cannon's one, brother. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the family cars there. Um, that's all I know. I
2: mean, good for I, me. I, I recognize no. the only one, the only other one I know is Marshall Skinner. I recognize He's a that solid name. solid race car driver. Let's go, Jace. He's a wing driver. He's a yeah. wing three sixty driver. Yeah.
1: All right, let's go, Jace. Um, Josh, Group Seven. Man, it's, it's just a guy who doesn't break down first in this group. I mean, this is- I'm leaning
3: toward Tanner, Tanner Thorson.
1: In group seven.
3: Group oh seven. no, group seven. I'm sorry. No, I didn't know. Man, we how is to Tanner Thorson in group seven? <laughs> Hell no! I, I, went, on seven. Seven. I went on to the next <laughs> one. He's a soft. I went def- on to the next one, man. The next day,
1: I'm definitely picking Tanner Thorson in a group seven.
3: Yeah, you can go with whoever you want here. I
1: I
2: don't.
3: <sighs> I don't know. I mean,
2: is, is Donovan Pe- uh, Donovan Peterson the South Dakota? Yeah, driver? that South
1: Dakota guy. I mean. That's
2: localish. That's the yeah. only one that I would even but, closely recognize. Last year,
1: I don't think he made a lap. righty. I mean, it, like I said, it's one of those groups where you just pick a guy who doesn't break down. Okay.
2: What's your favorite number? <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing. No, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, we could take Donovan. I mean, it's this is the hit or miss groups.
2: Yeah. This is not going to hurt or hinder anybody no, in no, Group 7.
1: No. All right. Let's okay,
2: f- Friday. Okay, there we go. All
1: right. Justin Grant, Tanner Thorson, or A. a. Ron Aaron Reitzel. I like Thorson. He's in a J-Mac car.
2: Not j I, My car, first I was guy was Grant, but uh,
1: – I like Thorson. I mean, Grant's good. Thorson –
2: yeah, I'm gonna change I I'm ag- I'm agreeing with you. Thorson is is the midget driver. Yeah, that's where I was going with, with the midget. All
1: right, moving on to group two. You got Justin Allgaier, another uh uh team ripper car, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Honor Sherberg, Darren Pittman and Tucker
2: Klasmeyer.
1: Pittman's good at trouble. I
4: think
2: this is a solid group, group two. Ricky's been doing really well. Justin's a, a, a great driver. Pittman always does well down there in the Chili Bowl. Um, this this is a tough group to choose from.
1: I'm liking Justin or Pittman. Pittman's good. Pittman's really good at Chili Bowl.
2: Pittman's really good at the Chili Bowl. Yeah, let's and go. Now that he's there. retired, he has no shits, so.
1: Jason,
3: who'd you say?
2: Darren. All right, Darren Pittman. That's it is. Pittman. Pittman. Yep.
1: Uh group three. Got Casey Kane in this one.
2: Brent Bochamp, Kyle Cummins. I like I like the
1: demon. I like Damian Gardner in this group.
3: That that was my my first thought I I went straight to Damien Gardner.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Mr. D G former Chili Bowl I champion. know you fans
2: out there are really loving this pick 'em contest, but uh uh we have to do it. It's the Chili Bowl. Yep. It's the Week it's before the chili definitely bowl, definitely the
1: chili bowl. So I mean, group
2: four. They can
1: listen to this uh, pick'em contest and be like, "I'm not picking these fucking guys." So <laughs> yeah. group
2: four. Yeah. Ace Brad said he's never finished in the top 100. So why would we listen to that douchebag? Yep.
1: Uh, Ace McCarthy. All right, group I'm four. This group.
2: Yeah, me too. Ace McCarthy.
1: Yep. Never heard of him, Sam. You never That's heard true. of the party bus man? You need to get to the chili bowl, bud. The
2: party bus man.
1: Yeah, he pulls his. His uh, midget in with a school bus. A
2: school bus cut off on the back?
1: Yeah, and has a big okay. old party deck on it. And the dude's badass. Guy knows how to have Ace fun.
2: Eight? Well, can he race? Can yeah. he drive?
1: Yeah, he's pretty good. All right, good Ace
2: though, McCarthy it is. Group five. Group
1: five. Uh, I know none of these guys.
2: Oh, you got to go with the name Luke Icky. I was going to go with Luke Icky anyway.
3: All
1: right. Luke Icky it is. I-C-K-E. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't even know if that's the proper pronunciation. for Power I. It's Power I days. Okay.
1: All right. Icky shuffle it is. <laughs> Group six. J.D. Black. Lane Goodman. Travis Young. Uh, I don't know.
2: Uh, throw a dart. J.D. Black. All right. All right.
1: Group seven. I'm just
2: curious why.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no clue.
2: I, I agree with you on 100%. We got to go with Johnny Murdoch in seven, don't Man, we? Man,
1: no. You got to go with Robert Bell. All
2: right. 71.5. Man. He must have a new sponsor.
1: It's 71 and a, half. That's, a that's his car. I, I don't think he can do a the half symbol in the, the spreadsheet, but it's 71 and a half because the midget is half of a sprint car, <laughs> I guess. Oh, okay.
2: Oh. I see. But all right, yeah, we I mean, gotta go with Bell.
1: Bell, he won a heat race.
2: Absolutely, nah. he did. That's more than yep. any of
1: the uh, these other guys.
2: Chuck McGilvery, McGilvery, uh right? number. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, no. he's hundred and one he's he's hundred and one years old. God Fact. damn. <laughs> Check it out. Check it. Go to Trump, go to Trump.com, <laughs> Google Chuck McCaffrey, and it will say he is hundred and one years old. God damn right.
1: <laughs> all right. No we we are at our at large group right at now. At large
3: group. There's a name, Gravy Fairfield.
2: No. Yes. He's gonna flip just like Ross Weiss did. <laughs> he there no way. I completely am against that because all right. he's gonna crash. I'm just going for all name. Uh,
1: Braden Braden Cornwell is pretty good.
2: Um, Quinn. Um, Chris Roseland is that the guy from Iowa that owns?
1: Yep, Chris Roseland. Yep, yep. yep.
2: Would he be the one that owns Dover's
1: 305?
2: Yep, and well, no, doesn't yep. Dover drive his 360 every now and then? No, dri- Chris Roseland,
1: Dover drives his 305, is Chris Roseland's car. Yeah, Randy Sterling from Pennsylvania. That guy knows how to have fun. We uh, I met him down at the uh, 305 race, race saver nationals.
2: So, uh, Oh
1: yeah, I got he knows how to have fun. I like him. Um,
2: Kayla Cano- Killanoi. kind of like the name on that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I say the local guy, Chris Roseland.
2: We can we can support gravy. I don't. I really don't get no. that. This, this is one of those. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! You matter. have to go with Gravy Fairfield,
1: sixty-nine, bud. Sixty-nine, right, it's gravy. Say, <laughs> it, it's it's hilarious. All right, we're going gravy. Yeah, we're going gravy.
2: All right. There we go is our picks. We will turn it into uh, um, Lonnie Wheatley, $40, QuickTime Podcast. Follow along, and we will be at the top, so just follow along.
1: That's it, boys. Just got to right. look up, baby. All right, so uh, Puck is about to drop in the uh, USA-Canada gold <laughs> gold medal World Junior game, so uh, we got to wrap this thing up because Jason and I have some hockey to watch.
3: Yeah, USA, USA. That's right, all right,
1: guys, before we let you go, uh, we want to mention something uh, kind of dear to all of us. Uh, a good friend of the show, uh, push truck Mike Mike Peterson, uh, has been diagnosed with uh, colon cancer uh, a couple of weeks ago, so uh, I know his sister has put out a uh, a GoFundMe. Uh, we're going to share that out on all of our social media stuff was on Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. So if you can help him out, because I know for a fact that he'd be the first one to, you know, give, give you the shirt off his back and help you out if you needed. it. So I know he's not one of the guys that wants the attention by any means. So, uh, but uh, he could definitely use our help right now.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that he would give you the shirt off his back. If he was your friend, um, he's the first, the first, first push truck driver, to the, to the winner's circle to give the winner a bottle of water. They don't know him. He doesn't know them. Uh, and he's just a great guy. He, unfortunately, I have given him way too much business. Uh, he owns Central Body Shop, and he has fixed several of my cars. Um, great guy. Sucks that he's going through colon cancer. Uh, my mom had it, so I know how it's not an easy situation to go through. Um uh, prayers to Mike, uh, nothing but the best for him. Uh, yeah, we will all be sharing our the, the uh, GoFundMe page. I kind of hate the goFundMe it's It's a great situation where they raise money for him, but they take a percentage out and I hate that part but uh, this is the easiest way for everybody to help uh, help support Mike um mike peterson the way he supports uh sprint car racing and the racing family
1: yeah definitely uh on that GoFundMe thing is is mike's health insurance didn't kick in until the first of the year uh so all those doctor visits and tests and all that sort of stuff prior is definitely coming out of his pocket so if we can help him out by all means do so it's not i mean even if you just sell him send him well wishes i'm sure he'll appreciate it so I don't know if Jason, if you have anything to add to that.
3: Yeah. You know, we've, we've give, you know, we talk about racers giving back to racers and sometimes we think about the guys who are in the car and and that is important, but you know, guys like Mike and that who show up and they push and they work the track in and they, they just help out, you know, between fixing somebody's stuff, running stuff in. I mean, I remember back in the days, you know, we used to take cars over to his dad's body shop to get them straightened out. These are the guys that make racing run and uh to help mike out would be you know if you want to give back to the sport uh giving back to some of those people that need help the most are this is a great time to do it
1: yeah definitely so uh mike i know you don't like it but we're all thinking about you but uh hope you can beat this son of a bitch. so I, I know you're gonna give it all hell so uh like i said we're, we're thinking about you and so with that being said guys we will catch everybody on the flip side